back to Haunted Haze. I'm Josh. I'm Kristen. This is episode nine. Yes, and I'm excited to talk about this today. Yeah, today we're talking about some cryptids, creatures. Yes. Yeah. But first, just before we get into everything, I just want to uh, encourage everybody, you know, to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Haunted Haze Podcast. Yes, and send us your emails at hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've been really appreciating all the emails. Uh, yeah. We've gotten some gifts. Oh, yeah, we have gotten yeah. gifts the best. Uh, yeah, our friend Ashley gave us this really awesome sticker for the Super Duper Secret Box. Yeah, we're coming with the Super Duper Secret Box. Yeah. Uh, stickers. It's changing a lot yeah, for it's sure. Pretty cool. Like yeah. every week. Awesome. And then also your dad. He sent yeah, us some family, really cool stuff. Yeah, my family. They got stuff. us some, uh, some tapestries. Yeah. yeah, they're like cool Halloween. Yeah, cool Halloween theme. Yeah, like yeah I love them. Scary. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. And they also sent you some like super cool alien socks. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> that was I really awesome. Aliens. Yeah, I love alien socks. So tell me. So let's get into it. Okay, so I kind of have a family story again. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of what prompted us, prompted us to look into uh, cryptids, right? So my uh, great great grandfather, I believe, if that's right. Oh, great great. Yeah, great great grandpa. So your grandpa's grandpa. Yes. Oh wait, no, your grandpa's dad. It's so confusing. <laughs> I think your great-great is your grandpa's dad. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, some guy a couple years into your family. Okay, so my great-great-grandfather, uh, he was a delivery person. Uh, but this was back uh, early 1900s. Cars existed, uh, but he was a delivery driver using a horse and buggy. Okay. Um, and so he was on a route. And I believe he either had to take, like, a detour or, like, a road was washed out. He had to go a different way than he usually went on his route. So, which this caused him to kind of run a little late. So, anyway, he uh, was coming back after his drop-off, and uh, there was a bridge. And as it was starting to be kind of, like, dusk. You know, it wasn't quite dark, but it was getting dark. Yeah. And he came across the bridge, and the horses, he had two of them, uh, they didn't want to go over the bridge. They were kind of like, no. Scared? You know, scared, like, yeah. They just didn't want to go over the bridge. And, you know, he's kind of like shushing them, like, come on, let's go. Like, go, go. Forcing them over the bridge. And as they're getting closer to the bridge, he's hearing, he hears like a, like a rustle underneath the bridge and the horses are just like you know they're really kind of amped at this point and so he's getting them to try to cross the bridge and they're not wanting to go and he's forcing them to go and they're kind of going still uh and right i guess as he's kind of on the bridge trying to cross the bridge he hears this rustling behind him from underneath the bridge that sounds awful uh and he says this (laughs) little tiny man creature this little hairy man (laughs) comes running out and starts chasing his horse and buggy and so he like slaps the horses and is like yeah you know let's go let's get out of here and uh that is terrifying yeah so he's they're crossing the bridge and uh, he's like looking back and he sees it like just reaching for the the wheel oh my god it's like just grabbing at the wheel like trying to get uh like on the horse and buggy and he's just hitting those horses like, go, go, go. And he says he goes probably about a mile down this thing, chases him. And he's, he's just making the horses go. And he finally looks back and he never sees it. And uh, from what I've been told, like he was just one of those type of matter of fact type guys yeah. that he wouldn't BS anybody. Yada, yada. Yeah. Know. He was just supposed to be one of those straight Like an laced, honest person. Yeah, he's one of those straight-laced guys. So you're so, supposed to believe him. Right. So yeah. his story's supposed to be factual. But that that sounds... That's a pretty crazy story. Right? Yeah, I've, that I've heard from my grandparents. Out. Yeah, so... <laughs> so it prompted me to look into it. 
and see if I could like find you know any story similar to that or okay. you know, find out what that thing might have been. And the closest thing that I could come across is a thing that I found uh, called the Puck Wudgie. Puck Wudgie. Yeah. It sounds cute. Well, it's not actually. <laughs> come to find out, and I got a few facts about it. Uh, but this might have been what my great-great-grandfather saw. Okay, tell me uh, about It says the puck wedgie. wedgie might be small, but it is deadly. Oh, God. Puck are magical creatures who live inside wooded areas and swamps. They are considered spirits of the forest. Puck can appear and disappear at will, confuse humans, create fire, launch poison arrows, use magic, and lure people to their deaths. So, well... Maybe the puck wedgie after your grandfather was like, um, he didn't have all his powers yet. Like maybe it was a baby puck wedgie. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, have, he didn't have all his equipment with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. It also sounds like that story, like the Billy Goat's Gruff, right? Of like the 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 creature underneath the bridge. Oh yeah. That's yes. what I always reminded me yes. of when I was a kid. That does. That is what it sounds like. So anyway, so Pukwudgies have the ability to shapeshift into dangerous animals like cougars. They can also turn themselves into a combination of creatures that look half human and half porcupine if they choose. Which I thought huh. that was very interesting. Half human, half porcupine. Uh, if you spot a Pukwudgie, you should leave it alone. Anyone who annoys Duh. one will be followed around by the creature and will either fall victim to its nasty tricks like being stalked and having their memories forgotten, or they will meet a much deadlier ending. Oh, no. If you annoy a puck wedgie, they might kidnap your children, push you off a cliff, attack you with their short knives and spears, use sand to blind you, or persuade you to commit suicide. So my, my grandpa is just crossing a bridge, yeah. pissing this whole thing off. Like, this is a very and he dodged death. Yeah. This thing's a little <laughs> asshole. You could have died. As a result of this Pugwudgie's <laughs> grudge yeah. of uh, being annoyed. <laughs> yeah. It says Pugwudgies resemble humans, except they are much smaller and have a canine like nose and have larger ears, lips, and fingers. They have been compared to trolls, goblins, and leprechauns. Uh, Pugwudgies are f- commonly found in areas where other forms of paranormal activity have happened. Huh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, the exact of a puck wedgie is unknown. Some witnesses claim they are only two to three feet, but others believe they are knee height. Which oh. That kind of definitely sounds like what my grandfather uh, explained, I guess. Godly, that's real small. Uh, Native Americans believe that puck wedgies used to get along with humans, but then turned against them. Who believed that? The Native Americans. Oh, I thought you said scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists believe no. Uh, legend says the reasons Pukwudgies hate humans is because of the Wampanoag tribe. They adored Mushop the giant and were irritated by the Pukwudgies in the area, who considered a nuisance. Even though the creatures were only trying to be helpful, the tribe asked the giant to get rid of the Pukwudgies. So he threw them out of the area, slaughtering some of them in the process. Mm-hmm. So they've held a grudge ever since. Uh, Pukwudgies translates to person of the wilderness. Pukwudgies are the oldest mythical creatures in North America. Hmm. That's interesting. interesting. There have been a significant amount of Pukwudgie sightings in the woods of Massachusetts. Wow. The police have gotten so many reports that a Pukwudgie crossing sign was erected near the Freetown State (laughs) Forest. That's kind of cool. That is crazy. Uh, One woman claims she came across a Pukwudgie while walking her dog through the woods. Even though she left it alone and went home, the creature would calmly appear at her window and wake her up. The occurrences continued until she moved away. <laughs> Damn. That's wild. One man claims he saw a puck wedgie with fur, glowing red eyes, and a nose like a wolf. When it ran away from him, it released a disturbing moan. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, so, so uh, if that is what my grandfather saw, that's pretty terrifying, but that seems like it's a thing. Also, a though... Wedgie. I retract my statement on puck wedgie sounding cute. <laughs> yeah, they don't sound Now cute that I know more about them, they sound like little assholes. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. So. Little tiny, mean asshole trolls. Yeah. Who might just bug you or kill you. Yeah. It's up to them. <laughs> yeah, 
Right. It depends on how much you annoyed them. Yeah. And how much did like, you annoy them? I probably would annoy them a lot on accident. Man. But that also goes back to the, the idea of, like, animals can sense things, right? Like annoying people. <laughs> yeah. Animals don't want to be around annoying people. That's not true. <laughs> anyway, so whenever I asked you um, what we were going to talk about this week, you yeah. said that we were going to talk about cryptids. Yeah, yeah. So I found a list. And it's basically the most famous cryptid in every state. Oh, wow. Okay. okay? So I'm going to just kind of run through them yeah. and, like, so tell you a little about them. Yeah, so has its own yeah, cryptid like creature. Each, exactly. Okay. So, and I'm curious to hear back from everybody. Like, is have you ever heard of this If you've heard, in your state? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if, if in your state you've heard of this cryptid, let us know for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's get started with number one, Alabama. Theirs is the white thing. The white thing. <laughs> T-H-A-N-G. All right, well. So, I'm not just being country. It's literally called that. Civics reckon the white thing spotted wandering in the counties of Morgan, Etowah, and Jefferson since the 1940s. This could just be an albino bear, but more open-minded cynics comfort in the thought that it could be an albino Bigfoot. Ooh. Reports of the white thing describe creatures standing eight feet tall, covered in thick white hair. Others speak of a white lion with glowing red eyes that resemble a kangaroo with the head of a cat. Wow. Those are all really descriptive ways, like different things. Yeah, that sounds creepy. You know? (laughs) So number two is the Alaska Tisharunk. The Loch Ness Monster of Alaska, basically. Caddy the Tisherhook resurfaced in a 2009 grainy video shot by a fisherman who was, by all accounts, not or lucky to not be snatched by the deck from the enormously snappy sea monster. Oh God! Witnesses report the Tisherhook described as a giant sea serpent, 15 feet long with a flipper. The sea creature has been said to snatch people from docks and from piers. That's interesting, especially in Alaska. But, you know, like, I always wonder about the fish, you know, because you, everything looks weird underwater. You're right about that. Like, the yeah. day could look bigger than it really is. Yeah, or, you know, what's the size of its fin or, you know, yeah. did it really have scales, you know. And just the water in the ocean is so big. Like, we don't know what's down there. Yeah, it could exactly. be something we've just never heard of before. Yeah, exactly. Like, those sturgeon fish are giant in Alaska. And oh, I think really? They get They're in Alaska? For mermaids sometimes. Oh, gosh. All right, so uh, Arizona is the Mogollon monster. This boogeyman is said to be a Bigfootish creature whose existence is traceable to Native American legends. Some say he's exiled chief. Some others uh, claim that he's a man who stole a chief's bride and was transformed by the local medicine man as punishment. Oh, yeah. The Mogollon monster is described as a bipedal covered with long black reddish-brown hair. Long black or reddish-brown hair. Apart from his face, hands, feet, and chest, the beast stands at around seven feet tall has huge red eyes and gives off a terrible stink. Oh god. So that's there's always something common about like these big feet having like stink. Yeah, I just learned about that recently actually. Like it they all are described as like stinking really bad. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it it is super weird. So in Arkansas, it's the Falk monster. Okay, I've heard about this. This is the legend of Boggy Creek monster. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love this. The Falk monster has been the subject of two documentaries in which the filmmakers visited the area to investigate rumors of a big hairy beast. The legend of Boggy Creek getting a documentary, is it? It's yeah, kind of. Oh, so you think maybe that's what they're talking about? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Both groups were lucky in the fact that they returned from the trip unharmed and unfortunately without any evidence. People who have glimpsed the beats describe a large red-eyed creature covered in long dark hair. Some say he stands around 7 feet tall while others say 10 feet. It swings its arms like a monkey and smells like a wet dog combined with a skunk. 
yeah, well, well, again with the stink and the red eyes. Yeah. That's terrifying. I kind of feel like these are all Sasquatches. Yeah, but also, like, sometimes you hear of, like, demonic presences having, like, a stink. Oh, really? And then the red eyes, yeah. Like, oh, smell yeah. Like rotten yeah. eggs or something. That does sound, yeah, you're so right. So you, you hear about that, and it's like, well, then, you know, what are these things? You know? Yeah. It's, it's really, it could just, still just be an animal because I yeah that's stink. kind of what I kind of how I feel but the like. red eyes the red yeah. eyes scare me and you know why <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure we've talked about that so number five is the California Dark Watchers Ooh. the native Kumash tribe of California Central Coast has been around for thousands of years and they even call the Dark Watchers the old ones more recently John Steinbeck wrote of the mystery figures. No one knew who the Watchers were, nor where they lived, but it was better to ignore them and never show interest in them. The faces of the so-called Dark Watchers have never been seen, and they never make a sound. Witnesses describe dark silhouettes up to 15 feet tall lurking against the twilight sky, often with flowing coats, wide-brimmed hats, and walking sticks. That kind of reminds me of the haunting of Hill House. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Or that that floating man with the hat and the yeah, cane. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, I, nothing. I hope to God I ever see. Yeah, I know. I never want to see any cryptid, really. I mean, I kind of do. I want to see Bigfoot. <laughs> just out, just out for a walk. No, like just out there, just hey, Bigfoot. <laughs> no, I don't want to like touch it or it see me. But, you know, like, when you see those videos, like, that one video where those people were driving down the interstate and they see Bigfoot running across running the field. Across like the, in the, the mountain, yeah. Yeah, and it was, like, in a mountain. That's yeah. how I want to see Bigfoot. I don't know. I want to see, if I was to see it, I would want to see it good enough to definitively know that, that there was, was nothing Bigfoot. else that was Bigfoot. And I would also want to be able to have that on camera, obviously, for obvious monetary reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, so number six, Colorado, the Slide Rock Bolter. Ooh, it's weird. Yeah, and let me just tell you, there's a little picture, and it's creepy looking. A dynamite-filled dummy left as bait for this predator, Mountain Whale, flattened the mining town of Rico, and it seems to have done for the monster, too, which hasn't resurfaced since a wave of sightings 100 years ago. Eyewitnesses describe the slide rock boulder as a large, well-like monster with an immense head, small eyes, and a huge mouth. It has flared tail and huge grabbing hooks at the end. Mm. It sounds like the creature from Tremors. Oh, it does kind of. Maybe that's where they get that from. Yeah, maybe. Where does Tremors take place? Like Oklahoma or something? No, Nevada. Oh, okay. Number seven, the Connecticut Melonhead. Ooh, I've heard about this. These are creepy. Drivers tend to hit the gas when passing through Fairfield County. Nobody wants to risk being boarded by the inbred cannibal descendants of escaped asylum patients, now do they? Those who have been unlucky enough to run into them report tiny humans with large heads lurking in the woods. They have bulging eyes wiry limbs and tend to bite people who dare to tread on their territory. God. That's terrifying. So <laughs> yeah, I hate that one. Alright, Delaware, the Selbyville Swamp Monster. In the 1960s, an actor named Fred Stevens dressed up as this thin, hairy monster to frighten passing road users, apparently to provide a juicy, ongoing story for a newspaper editor friend. However, sightings of the beast since, and even decades before Stevens' hoax, are a good reason to stay vigilant. Descriptions of the monster are inconsistent. Sometimes it's said to be a hairy, bipedal creature, while others describe it as a ghost-like figure. See, that, that sounds like two that different things. That sounds like an urban legend. Yeah. It's like people like got saw something, saw this guy dressed up like an idiot. Yeah, I'm sorry, yellow that, hair, but y'all can't even agree on what it looks like. Yeah, that's bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Florida, the skunk ape. Despite Blair Witch-style digital footage of Florida's answer to Bigfoot, experts remain dubious as to the extent existence of the rarely sighted creature. 
It is said that 2.2 million acre area of swampland to roam in, giving it plenty of room to hide from any nosy investigators. 2.2 million acres of swamplands? Yeah. Definitely in Florida. Golly. Yeah, the Everglades is huge. No wonder it stinks. <laughs> yeah. Sightings of the skunk ape tell terrifying tales of large, foul-smelling, hairy, ape-like creature running upright on two legs. Another Bigfoot creature. Yeah, for real. It's like, come on, everybody. Get your own individual. I don't know. It seems like Bigfoot's everywhere. That's Bigfoot, what's scary. Yeah. That makes him way more that's, believable. That's like I believe in Bigfoot. I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I there mean, is sightings I'm open everywhere. To it. I don't believe in it. I'm just open to it. Why not just believe? Well, I have no reason to believe. I've never really seen any definitive evidence. I mean, I've seen some good videos. But that could be anything. I, I just don't trust people not dressing up. That's I feel thing. you. I just like to believe in it. I know. It's fun to believe. I want to believe. All right. So, number 10. Oh, Earl. Bigfoot Earl. <laughs> Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> yeah. All right, number 10 is Georgia, the Alta Mahaha. So far, that one has my favorite name, the yeah. Alta Mahaha. Yeah, that's a good, that's fun. <laughs> Swimming like a dolphin, but with the snout of a crocodile and big bug eyes. The existence of this stream dweller has been recognized by Native Americans for centuries. By all accounts, the Alta Mahaha is a strange green cryptid described to be 20 to 30 feet long with a sturgeon-like body and a bony ridge on top. It's said to have large protruding protruding eyes and sh- long, sharp teeth. Ugh. Yeah, that one's kind of creepy. It's like a giant lizard thing? Yeah, kind of. It's almost like a snake. Snake I don't know. I don't like monster. it. All right, number 11, Hawaii. The Manihune. Appearing only at night to build roads, dams, and temples, the Manihune are the purported to be Hawaii's own ancient aliens. The Manihune have not been seen by human eyes. The rare reports are being, I'm sorry, they have not often been seen by human eyes. The rare reports describe them being about two feet tall, and some witnesses have seen them to be as tiny as six inches. So small that they would fit in the palm of your hand. Number 12 is Idaho Charlie. Charlie? Yeah, the region's native people have long feared an evil spirit dwelling deep in the Big Payette Lake. The 20th century was dotted with reports of sightings of dinosaur-like creatures. The national press initially named the monster Slimy Slim, but the McCall Star News switched it up after a contest to find a better name for their local celebrity. Hmm. Charlie was described by an eyewitness as a lo- huge log floating in the water. Subsequent sightings described as 35 feet long beast with a dinosaur type head, pronounced jaw, humps like a camel, and a shell like complexion. Wow, that's creepy. Yeah, that's interesting. 13 is Illinois, the infield horror. Ooh. This hissing tripod can leap at least 25 feet in a single bound and may be an evil spirit or alien, depending on who you ask. Oh, my God. But one eyewitness was requested by the local sheriff to stop telling his tale as it was attracting real danger to the neighborhood in the form of beer-swilling monster hunters hoping to fire a shot or two at the creature. Oh, my God. Let's kill it! (laughs) The infill horror is reported to be a grayish, four-and-a-half-foot-tall, three-legged beast with pink eyes as big as flashlights. It has been seen hopping around like a kangaroo, leaving dog-like footprints and six toes. That's crazy. It doesn't sound like it's hurting anybody. It kind of sounds cute. But also, that would be creepy as hell to see. You're right. I don't want to see one really out (laughs) in the wild. Uh, Number 14, Indiana. The Beast of Busco. Thousands of people make their way to town of Chiricuspico, Indiana, in the late 1940s to witness the attempted capture of this Volkswagen-sized lake monster. Damn. Busco mania gripped the town for weeks, with hunters even introducing the alluring Lady Turtle to the lake in their ultimate, ultimately fruitless efforts to capture the creature. But what does the Beast of Busco look like? 
Well, basically, it's a gigantic snapping turtle. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's... Yeah, just a giant snapping turtle? That would be terrifying. Snapping turtles are creepy anyway. Yeah, I'm scared of them. The size that they are anyway is creepy. But a Volkswagen size one? Yeah. No, thank you. In uh, number 15, Iowa, Van Meter Monster. Oh. The noise opened up again as though Satan and a regiment of imps were coming forth for battle, wrote a reporter for the Des Moines Daily News after the area's resident man-shaped bat escaped into a mine shaft. Dramatic. (laughs) Thankfully, the Van Meter Monster and his imps must have just been leaving as though they've not been spotted since. The Van Meter Monster has been described by a handful of citizens as a human-shaped beast with giant bat wings. It's said that the monster's head was on a horn that glowed like a searchlight. Wow. That's it. Your His head was on his horn? Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, for sure. All right, and number 16, the sinkhole Sam. That's sinkhole Sam? Yeah, that kind of messed with me. I don't give a damn. seen sinkhole Sam. <laughs> He's got a little tune. Yeah. He's got a little jingle. Sinkhole Sam, I like him. All right. This is Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. According to the legend, there's a fairly straightforward explanation for Sinkhole Sam. Kansas's aquatic answer to the Exogorth from Star Wars. It's just a foopingurkle, whatever that is. Yeah. Locals have speculated that the eel-like creature had been living in the prehistoric underground cavern that had been filled with water from a sinkhole. This flooding allowed the creature to finally escape. Fishermen reported seeing something that was 15 feet in length as round as an automobile tire. Wow. What's a foopingurkle? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I thought they didn't know. I thought it was from Star Wars, they said. Oh. I'm not that deep into Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are people. Tell me what a foop and gurkle is, if you know, please. <laughs> yeah. <Let us> know. <laughs> Number 17, Kentucky. The Kelly Greenmen, also known as the Hopskinville Goblins. Ooh. Space Goblins was the explanation for the little silvery green men who tormented the inhabitants of the Sutton farmhouse at Kelly 1 UFO Field August 9th in 1955. If these... Diminutive aliens don't sound like super frightening. Take care to note that the bullets bounce off them like metal. Oh, man. That's... I hate little creatures. are so scary to me. (laughs) Man. The earliest reports of the incident do not refer to little green men. That was added later by national media. Early sightings report them as being silver with a greenish silver glow. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. More grays. Yeah. And number 18, Louisiana, the Rougarou. Yeah, the Rougarou. We heard about this one. Yeah, we do know a little. There are multiple origin stories or mythologies behind this Cajun critter. Nominally, a werewolf shape-shifting seems to be involved. You might end up as the human wolf, human otter, or were-cow depending on which variation of the curse or genetic defect afflicts you. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that you could transform in different things. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I thought it was only like a wolf dog or Yeah, whatever. like a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. The Ruguru, Which is why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> the Ruguru has most often been described as having a human body with the head of a wolf. It's said to have glowing red eyes and oh, razor-sharp teeth. With the red eyes. Yeah, we learned about the Ruguru on like a yeah, tour in New Orleans. A ghost tour in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, we love New Orleans. Yeah. There was like an artist who was doing this whole painting of these. You've seen it. It's like a blue and white dog. Yeah, the dog. They're also here in Memphis. Yeah, they are here yeah. in Memphis. And that's like inspired by the Ruguru. Yeah, somehow inspired by the Ruguru. So number 19, Maine, the Spectre Moose. People are pretty nice up in Maine, as their local monster, just a lovely, if enormous, cloud-colored moose, attest. 14 out of 10 would hug. It's a friendly (laughs) moose. Look, I'm digging the specter moose so far. The creature has been described as an enormous, ghostly white moose, 
10 to 15 feet tall with formidable antlers. It's said to glow faintly and can appear or disappear at will. You think it's like a giant albino moose? Yeah, that's exactly what I think it is. Uh, but that's the thing about a moose. So it kind of reminds me of like if it's like a white walker moose. Because a moose is so big, like a, they, like you've never really seen one outside of a zoo, but a moose is giant. And I so don't think I've like ever even seen a moose in a zoo. Everyone seen one of those? The Memphis Zoo. Those aren't moose. They are uh, elk. Okay. Well, a moose is giant. It's a very large animal. I hope to one day see one in person. So if you saw one that was like albino from a distance, yeah, totally. You'd probably think it was like a ghost. You know, and then the stories get passes down. That's interesting. So in twenty, Marilyn Chessie, Chessie, to rhyme with Nessie. The Chesapeake Bay's own blurry camera shy water monster. It could be an oarfish, it could be an alien. Either way, she's particularly shy since video footage emerged in the 1980s. Perhaps overfishing has devastated the local seafood population. Sightings of Chessie described as a serpent-like creature with flippers and said to be 25 to 40 feet long and swims like a snake to move through the water. There's a common theme with sea creatures and Bigfoot. Yeah. Like... Maybe it's all really just two creatures. Well, except for the little ones. There's also, like, Okay, the, so there's the other one. There's a Bigfoot, a, little a tiny bit. little alien creature, and a sea monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, those three, for sure, are probably real cryptid somehow. And <laughs> all the sea monsters are, like, serpent-like. Yeah, exactly. Dragon, kind of. So it does seem like... And people, you know, all the descriptions are pretty similar. So it does seem like people are seeing a similar creature in yeah. each uh, depiction. Well, and that's what's going back to the Bigfoot smell. Like, yeah. that's interesting because it's, you like... red eyes. Yeah. That's something I've never heard of, Bigfoot having red eyes until more recently. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah, it is. All right, number 21, Massachusetts, Dover Demon. Ugh. With its figure eight shape, melon head, and the ability to re- fuse rocks together, it's pretty clear that the Dover Demon is either alien or an escaped scientific experiment. One of the only mythical creatures to have a shade of eye shadow named after it. Oh, wow. The Dover Demon is described as having rosy orange skin and a large head on a small stick-like body. It often travels on all fours and has glowing red eyes. Oh, God, creepy. I hate it. Yeah, that's so creepy. also wonder why eye shadow is named after it. Dover Demon. All right, in Michigan, number 22, the Michigan Dogman. In 1887, a pair of lumberjacks chased a dog into a corner and poked at it with a stick, at which point the creature stood up on its hind legs, showing itself to be, in fact, a kind of dogman. Like in all good boys, the dogman was perfectly peaceful, but the woodsmen ran away in terror all the same. They described what would become known as the Michigan Dogman, a seven-foot-tall, blue-eyed, canine-like animal with the torso of a man and a fearsome howl that sounded like a human scream. Oh, God. This is another kind of werewolf creature, which is interesting. Yeah, it is kind of like a werewolf. another Bigfoot-type creature, too. Yeah, I mean, they're all massively tall, like seven foot at least. Or tiny. No in between. <laughs> yeah, no in between. There's no five foot monsters around. <laughs> we know about all them. <laughs> Somehow the really big ones can hide well. <laughs> yeah, right. The bigger you are, the smaller you are. <laughs> Number 23, the Minnesota Wendigo. Look away. Not only is the Wendigo a human eater, possibly having been cursed into a monster status for having performed an act of cannibalism while still relatively human looking, but even the glance of this creature can bring death. The Wendigo is described as being gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its skin pulled tightly over its protruding bones. Its ash gray gives off a disturbing odor of decay and composition. I like the Wendigo. That's actually one of my favorite cryptid stories. There's a lot of cool depictions of the Wendigo. I think it kind of sounds like a zombie. Yeah, a little bit. In Mississippi, the Pascagoula River aliens. Oh, yeah, we've heard about this. Yeah, we've talked about this before. The carrot-headed aliens who visited a pair of night fishermen 
on the Pascagoula River in a glowing red shape spaceship may have been symptoms of the witnesses' hunger, or they may have been robots. What? So, like, they were either hungry and hallucinated, or they were robots? Maybe they were aliens. Either way, they could not have returned, having apparently been satisfied by the experiment they conducted on the two perfectly sober men. The fishermen claimed they heard a zipping sound and saw a glowing object hovering above the ground, and then three robot-like aliens that were over five feet tall exited from the craft. God, that's so creepy. Yeah, I hate it. That's a famous one, though. That's, a lot of people turn to that story when it talks about alien abductions and whatnot. Oh, the Pascagoula one? Yeah. Well, and there's also, like, a little depiction, and it's, like, the same as last time, where it has these creepy-ass horns coming off its head. Yeah, it's a weird-looking creature. I, I wish, uh, it's hard to describe, uh... Look it up. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, this is two different pictures in a row. I'm sure they all have these horns, you know? Yeah, look it up. Uh, Google it. It's a creepy-looking creature, for sure. And number 25, Missouri Momo. If it wasn't for the three-toed footprint, it would easy to, to it would be easy to mistake the hairy, stinky, sandwich-stealing hominid from someone's dad. Other than the picnic disruption, Momo seems to be fairly harmless. A local report describes Momo as a foul-smelling, hairy monster that leaves a three-toed footprint. According to some witnesses, the creature seemed to have no neck. It was about six to seven feet tall, and its face was hidden in a mass of hair. Wow, another Bigfoot. I don't really understand how you could confuse that with someone's dad, but yeah. <laughs> hairy Larry. Yeah. <laughs> hairy Larry, you like hot uh, number 26, Montana, the Shunka Wolokan. Some of these names. Yeah, right. I think a lot of them are Native American names. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Disclaimer, this monster is actually real. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> All right, well. Whether it's a monster or not, it's not up for debate. But a 19th century rancher killed and mountain, mounted the wolf-like thing which had pestered local natives for generations. Wow. Today, the owner of the stuffed creature refuses to have the Shunka Warakin, meaning carries off dogs, DNA tested. So what the monster is truly remains a mystery. Why would the person just let them do a DNA test? Like, well, they can probably have it named after them. Because if something was ever to happen where it disproved it or whatever, you know, yeah. he would probably lose so much money because he's probably getting so many people to like, come on, man, let me take a picture with it. All right, 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I think that's the reasoning behind it because he he just doesn't want to risk it not being real. All right, well, witnesses... That's crazy that he mounted... A, a, that he killed a it and mounted yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's creepy, yeah. Witnesses who got a good look of the Shunko Rockin' Describe it as being a nearly black with high shoulders and a back that sloped downwards, much like a hyena. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, who knows and it's what like, kind of creature it said it there. meant, the name of it meant carries off dogs. Yeah, who knows what kind of creatures It could there. be like a deformed coyote. Or a wolf, yeah. Yeah. A, a, some type of embroidered wolf, maybe. Number 27, Nebraska, the Alcali Lake Monster. While some claim the Alcali Lake Monster to be a hoax invented to sell newspapers, you can't help but feel that the hoaxers got the tone just right. No magic here, just a combination of alligator, terrifying, and a rhino, dangerous, <laughs> and a stench, unsavory, rolled up into one expanded into a hundred foot length. Whatever it is caused a big stink. The Alcali Lake Monster is described to be a giant brown alligator with a rhinoceros horn on its nose and said to be 40 to 100 feet in length. Again, why does it have to stink? Yeah, right? All these things stink. In Nevada, Tahoe Tessie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, with the Tessie, Nessie, Chessie. Chessie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tales of the Tahoe and... Tales of Tahoe's answer to Nessie stretch back legends told by the Washaho and Paiute tribes. And perhaps even further, others have speculated that the rather giant monster Tessie could be a 
plesiosaur. Oh, okay. Or a gigantic eel. Legend has it that the serpent lake monster lived in a cave beneath the lake. Sightings of this 80-foot-long serpent known as Tahoe Tessie continue to this day. Wow. I can believe it could be like some type of dinosaur creature. Yeah, for sure. Who knows what's in the water? For sure. It's really kind of scary. It's terrifying. Number 29, New Hampshire, the Wood Devils. Ooh. Although wood devils are more likely to carper an incredible pace than to attack a human passing, locals are unnerved enough by this oversized cross between an evil spirit, a meerkat, and an alien to have come up with a reassuring alternative. Maybe it's just Sasquatch. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's Sasquatch. <laughs> According to an eyewitness reports, these sleek wood devils are so good at blending in with their surroundings that you might walk into it before you saw it. Those who claim to have seen them describe it as more than seven feet tall and covered in grayish hair. Oh, yeah. They're just like, hopefully, it's, it's just Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah, just an old Or it's Sasquatch. just like a different, like, breed Obsessed of whatever Sasquatch is. Kind of like how there's different breeds of dogs. Yeah, like yeah. these ones in this area are gray. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. And, you know, down in Florida, they live in the swamp. Yeah, and it also probably depends on what they eat. Yeah, know? true. Number 30, the New Jersey Devil. Well, yeah, it's New Jersey, the Jersey Devil. Yeah, the Jersey Devil. An 18th century mother, frustrated that she had fallen pregnant yet again, cursed out loud that her unborn 13th kid would be the devil. Big mistake. Although born human-like, the little guy soon mutated into the midwife-slaughtering, cattle-bothering demon that we know and love today. Upon the newly born child's sudden transformation, it grew a goat head, hooves, bat-like wings, and a barbed tail. That's an infamous cryptid. That's like up there with Sasquatch. Yeah, I know. I, I think mean, I've listened to a podcast team. on it before, actually. Yeah, even the hockey team in New oh, Jersey, yeah, the they, Jersey Devils. Oh, right? you're right. So, yeah, that's how common, you know. Yeah, that was. People scary. really believe in that creature up there. That's terrifying. Yeah. And F that mom. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all her, like. It's so ugly get rid of it. No, she was like. Damn it, I'm pregnant again for the 13th <laughs> effing time. Yeah. This was the devil. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what they thought back then, too. Yeah, they. I don't know. Anyway, feels like after 13 times you can put together what's causing that. <laughs> <laughs> Number 34, the North Dakota Thunderbird. Ooh. A cousin, perhaps, of New Mexico's Territorn, the Thunderbird comes up with an extra special power such as the ability to stir up storms and shoot lightning bolts from its wings. Oh, yeah. Witnesses describe the Thunderbird as a very colorful, with a lot of yellow and red tints. It has a thick neck and reported to have a wingspan of 12 feet. Man, I, w- I would love to see one of those. Absolutely. I didn't, I've always heard of, like, Thunderbirds. Yeah, that would be amazing to see. Yeah, that's wild. In number 35, Ohio, Loveland Frogman. Ooh, the Frogman. A Frogman in Loveland? Sounds sweet, huh? Sure, until you find out it's as big as a chair, runs like a man, and has a magic wand. Oh, God, what the magic wand? In 1955, a man pulled over to help three human-like figures on the side of the road. He saw creatures around four feet tall with webbed hands, green leathery skin. They had frog faces and the largest of them held a wand over its head and was spitting sparks. Oh, God. That's wild. How did he get a wand? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number 36, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma octopus. It's pretty obvious that even the standard ocean-bound octopus is a space alien. For real, though. (laughs) So those wondering how a horse-sized shark-toothed octopus came to live in the lakes of Thunderbird, Oogala, and Tenkiller, all of which are human-made and thus can't fall back on historic legends to excuse their mutant population. It should be reassured that the Oki octopusy 
probably <laughs> crash landed there in its spaceship. The Ogi Octopussy. Yeah. All right. According to rumor, this freshwater cephalopod is the size of a horse and resembles an octopus with long tentacles and leathery reddish brown skin. I hate, I would never get in the water that they're talking about. Yeah. If that was, if that oaky octopusy was possibly in it. No, that's terrible. (laughs) Number 37, organ colossal clod. (laughs) Colossal Colossal clod. One onlooker says that his head was like a camel's his fur was coarse and gray, and he had glassy eyes and a bent snout that he used to push up a 20-pound halibut off of our lines and into his mouth. Wow. The same witness said then can, then can be forgiven for backing down from his attempt to hit the monster in the face with a boat hook. Other witnesses described Colossal Claude as being a 40-foot long with a big, round body and a vicious-looking tail. And an evil snake-like head. Number 38, Pennsylvania, the squonk. The squonk. (laughs) Less X-Files, more Rick and Morty. (laughs) That already like it. The miserable creature's special superpower seems to be its ability ability to escape captivity by crying itself into a pool of water and dripping away. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) According to witnesses, the squonk has saggy, ill-fitting skin that's covered in warts, and ashamed of its appearance, hits the tears. It's definitely a Morty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It does sound like a Rick and Morty character, though. 39. Rhode Island. The Vampire Mercy Brown. In the late 19th century... Former George Brown's relatives kept dying without explanation. Locals decided to dig up their graves and investigate the bones. They discovered one of them, young Mercy Brown, was perfectly preserved. Never mind that she had only been dead two months and uh, buried in the coldest winter. She was probably a vampire. Well, it being winter probably helped. That's what I think they're saying is they said she was a vampire, but she had only been dead for two months, and it was really cold. Preserved her. Yeah. Someone did a good embalming job. Well, in the 19th century, did they embalm people? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't really know a lot about that. Although, I have been on funeral TikTok a lot. Number 40, (laughs) (laughs) South Carolina, the lizard man of scape or swamp. The Lizard Man is a true horror movie material. In operation since the 1980s, he'll leap onto your car if you drive away, or if you try to drive away. Survivors can expect to find serious scratch marks on the roof if they manage to shake him off. Mm. Reports out of nowhere and attacks you. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Reports of what emerged from the lake are described as green, wet, seven-foot-tall creature. Furthermore, it has three fingers... Red eyes and scales. Ooh, that's creepy. It's another water creature. Yeah, this one, is. they describe it as a lizard. I kind of hate it. Number 41, the South Dakota Takuhi. Takuhi. Often to be seen in a coat and a top hat, and no doubt sneering at comparisons to Bigfoot, who he otherwise resembles. So, a Bigfoot in a coat and top hat. <laughs> that... <laughs> Yeah. Who would believe in that one? He's my favorite Bigfoot. The I, I saw it. it was Bigfoot, but he was in a coat and top hat. <laughs> All right, dude. Stop drinking. <laughs> you got to go home. Yeah. No, listen to me, please. He was wearing a fucking top hat. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Takuhi is not known as a civilized as he appears. Yeah. Well, who put that top poke down? Well, it's, a, it's like it's a facade, <laughs> apparently. Cited dozens of times during the 1970s, this hairy gentleman appears to have a thing for tearing the genitals from local cattle. Oh, my God. The Takuhi has been spotted in mostly wide open areas, staring creepily at witnesses. It usually is dragging some form of dead prey behind it. Just staring at people? Yeah, This is probably the most terrifying Sasquatch I've heard of yet. Number 42, Tennessee, the Tennessee Wild Man. All right, the hometown one, right? 
He looks as if he might be the twin brother of Barnum's wild man and is fierce and untamable, wrote New York Times on February 8th in 1889. A perfect shower of stones greeted one man's attempt to strike up a conversation. Apparently, the wild man prefers the company of women who he has tried on occasion to carry away. Wow. The Tennessee wild man supposedly is either dark gray or dark ginger hair. It has been described as stout, about seven to nine feet tall, with red, beady eyes, a set of claws, and a horrible stink. Man. Who does that sound like to you? The Sasquatch. Like every other Sasquatch creature. Yeah. There's got to be something to that. It's in every state. Yeah. Number 43, Texas, the Chupacabra. Ooh, the Chupacabra. This was a creepy one. This goat sucker made its name for leaving a trail of animal corpses in its wake. Although DNA tests have variously revealed the attacker to be a dog, coyote, or raccoon, the beast known as a Chupacabra has no hair, needle-like fangs, and is said to have large red eyes, a row of spines down its back, and bat-like wings. Ooh, wow. I kind of remember there being a picture going around on the internet, like in the early 2000s. Yeah, but I think that, I know what you're talking about, but I think that turned out to be like a, a dog with mange, like a coyote with mange. Oh, that's sad. But there, yeah, I've seen some creepy creatures of the supposed chupacabras, for sure. Number 44, Utah, the Bear Lake Monster. Yeah, you know with the lake monsters. Here's an excellent opportunity this for... Is a Bigfoot or Lake Monster? <laughs> Here's an excellent opportunity for some of the company to bust Barnum on a dicker for the monster. <laughs> they can o- if they can only catch one, wrote Joseph C. Rich in 1868 as the lake monster craze ripped Rich County. Unfortunately, nobody has managed to catch the Bear Lake monster, so any potential prize money remains as insubstantial as the monster itself. One thing is for sure, the Bear Lake Monster is huge and looks a lot like a crocodile with a jaw similar to that to an extinct carnivorous aquatic lizard. I feel like people sometimes are seeing a gar. That's what a lot, like, yeah, I agree. So number 45, Vermont, Northfield Pigman. What happened to Sam Harris? Sightings of previously unseen Pigman shortly after the teenager's disappearance, disappearance on Halloween of 1951 conjure just two alternatives. Either young Harris transformed into a Pigman or, <laughs> or a pressing existing Pigman ate him. Wow. Whatever happened to Sam years after his disappearance, some high school students reported a monster emerging from the woods it walked like a man, but was covered in white fur and had a pig's face. Wow. That's interesting and terrifying. That is terrifying. Number 46, Virginia Snallygaster. Despite having far more terrifying features than any self-respecting monster, what actually needs, the Snallygaster remains popular three centuries after it was first spotted. Wow. It even has the guest role in the Harry Potter universe. Early settlers told tales of a demonic-like bird, a creature with a metallic beak filled with teeth. In 1909, locals reported seeing the bird monster with enormous wings, a long-pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. Ooh. I don't like it either. That was terrifying. Number 47, Washington. Bigfoot. This one's just, yeah, yeah. this is the OG. The OG Bigfoot, yeah. Bigfoot's fame can be tracked back hundreds of years to the Native American legends, and he still makes guest appearances in the woods today. Yeah. Some witnesses have found strange Bigfoot prints 14 inches long and 8 inches wide with four toes in the snow, and others have seen hairy ape-like biped that stands 7 to 9 feet tall and weighs between 600 and 900 pounds. How could you possibly weigh it? Also, that's the only one that doesn't talk about it stinking. Or have red eyes. <laughs> the OG Bigfoot don't stink it's, or have red yeah, eyes. It's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Number 48, West Virginia Mothman. Ooh, yeah. We know Mothman. about this one, too, some. 
The journalist John Neal showed up to investigate sightings of the Mothman in 1960s Point Pleasant and soon began to receive messages from the Moth people, including a warning about the regional blackout that was about to occur. When the Mothman came through, the light stayed on, but a bridge in Point Pleasant collapsed and killed 46 people. In 1966, two couples reported first seeing the Mothman. It was described as six to seven feet tall with huge wings, red eyes in the center of its headless body. Hey, there you go with the red eyes. Yeah. Number 49, Wisconsin, the Beast of Bray Road. Ooh, this is another werewolf thing. A spate of werewolf sightings around Elkhorn in the early 90s caught the attention of the national press. Although given the witness's suggestion to the terrifying creature arms, the man who had worked out a bit is not too surprising that the panic was to keep to a minimum. As well as big arms, this freak of nature is described as having grayish-brown hair, fangs, pointed ears, a long nose like a wolf, and can move upright on all fours. There's another werewolf creature, which I'm always interested in. Yeah. All right, and this is the last one, number 50, Wyoming, the jackalope. The jackalope, yeah. Hey, I'm not even going to lie. I thought that was a real creature <laughs> until hey, somewhat recently. Look, people, some people do still believe them. Well, I just thought it was like a fact. We've got another real one here, folks. Oh, well, here we go. While it's true... While the true explanation for the existence of horned rabbits, those horns are actually cancerous tumors, may be scientifically satisfying, it still doesn't account for the fact that these terrifying but tragic creatures can apparently sing along with human songs. Oh, God. They're usually tenors, by the way. <laughs> That's right. You read correctly. Cowboys have reported that while they were singing in round the campfires, distant jackalopes would join in with the chorus. That would be creepy as hell. So basically, there is actually horned rabbits, but they're cancerous tumors. Is that's crazy. Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never heard that. I've never heard that about jackalope. Yeah. I just always see it with like a little rabbit, like a hair with deer antlers you know <laughs> yeah like that's what i think i've seen pictures of too yeah, like for sure, yeah. something taxidermied together well that's really interesting so each state kind of has their own interesting uh cryptid for sure but it does seem like there's a theme with sea creature lake monsters a bigfoot tiny alien creatures yeah and like some crazy bird creature yeah there is only like a couple Variations. Yeah, there's a lot of variations of that. Yeah. So, uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, for sure. Have you experienced any of these cryptids? Have you ever seen a cryptid or heard of that one in your state? Uh, yeah, or is that even the most popular cryptid in your state? Yeah, for you sure. Know, is, or is there another popular cryptid in your state? Please let us know. You can always hit us up at hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, or send us a message on like Instagram and Facebook at hauntedhazepodcast. Yeah, let us know. Let us know if you've seen a cryptid or if you've seen a, a creature that's unexplainable. Yeah. You know? Or have you seen one of these creatures that we've uh, described tonight? Yeah, know? even if it's not in that state. I would love to see something like this. I really would, even though I know for sure I would be terrified at the same time. I would, I would be terrified, that but it's like sometimes it's better not to know. <laughs> yeah, right? Like... Better left unsaid. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel you. you know what time it is. It's time for verses. Yes, it is. Verses. Round one, All right, I'm thinking. So, like always, we take one scary thing and pit it against another scary thing, yeah. and we discuss which one we think is scarier. Let's see what the we super the duper s- secret box is. Yeah, we have the super duper secret box. Kristen's picking it out. All right. I love the super duper secret box. It's looking so good. It's looking pretty clean. All right, let's check it out. What is it? This week's versus. Oh God! Buried alive versus drowning. Oh gosh! Awful. Terrible. Also similar, kind of, but I'm going with drowning is way worse. Yeah. I'm hoping if I get buried alive, I I just get carbon monoxide poisoning (laughs) and pass out. There's so many variables, really. Because yeah. buried alive, like, what does that mean? Like, like someone, like, willingly 
is putting you in the ground and burying you. Why would someone do that willingly unless you're like David Blaine? Uh, because people are terrifying and crazy. <laughs> yeah. People are the real cryptids and monsters. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Story I just can't imagine someone being like, hell yeah, I'm getting buried alive Tuesday. Oh yeah, because people totally plan drownings. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just saying. No, who's planning on getting buried alive? Well, no one. Nobody's planning on drowning either, but drowning has got to be scarier. Well, you kind of plan on drowning a little bit more than you get buried alive. They make life vests. They don't make life vests for being buried alive. You're hey, but remember we talked about how they do have coffins to help you in case you are buried alive. Yeah, they have so, those special yeah. safety and coffins. Said, so we did talk about those safety coffins. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> so apparently used to happen. I, see, that's what's more scary to me, I think. Yeah. I think being buried alive is more scary than drowning because drowning is a far more common occurrence and you kind of know what to expect because, hey, you're around water. If there's a possibility at all times I could drown if I'm not careful on water. When is there ever a possibility, oh my God, I might fall in this pit and be buried alive. Just because it's That's not going to happen more... spontaneously doesn't mean it's not scary. I don't know. Being buried alive is way more scary to me. I think that being buried alive may be more scary if you're claustrophobic. Uh, yeah, or let right, me yeah. think about what kind that's of situation me. are you in. Like, am I being held captive and is a psychotic person burying me alive? Did I just fall asleep yeah. real hard and but... wake up in a coffin? <laughs> See, all those are terrifying uh, outcomes. Yeah. Drowning, you could one minute be surfing or having fun, riding a raft, and then all of a sudden you're dead. So, to me, like, drowning is more tragic when being buried alive is more just, I don't know, dark and evil sounding. I think this week we're going to have to agree to disagree. All right. Well, that's fair enough. But we want to know what you think. Yeah, tell us what you think. Do you Uh, think being buried alive is scarier than drowning? Just imagine. Have you ever just tried to hold your breath as long as you could underwater? Look, stop being a politician. Let the people (laughs) choose for themselves. All right. Because clearly being buried alive is much worse no okay please settle this hey, look, for us hit us up yeah hit us up uh, at honeyhayspodcast at gmail.com yes I can't wait I love reading the emails or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram for sure yes we've enjoyed all the people reaching out to us all the emails we've gotten uh, everything like the gifts we've gotten yeah it's been an awesome uh, response we're having a lot so, of fun too uh yeah, thank you uh, again for tuning in to episode nine and sticking through this kind of a long episode. So this thank was you. a little bit of a long episode, so thank you for still sticking around. Yeah. But uh, for sure, we can't wait to see you again for episode ten. Oh, and I wanted to say something. Ooh, it's gifting season. It is. It? it is. I made a note. It's gifting season, and so you need to check out Hippie Haze. It's kind of like our little arts and craft shop. We have some really cool tie dyes. We have some stash boxes. Yeah, if you're looking for a gift for someone uh, you know yeah. uh, this upcoming season, holiday season. Uh, a door hanger. Hit us up. Yeah. Some shirts. Yeah, hit us up. We can make all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, so Hippie Hayes Studios on Etsy. Uh, and I believe it's Hippie Hayes Studios also on Instagram and Facebook. So, anyway, thank you for tuning in to episode nine. Yes. We'll see you uh, for episode ten. Hit us up. Yes. Uh, we'll see you soon. Peace out. Peace out. Stay haunted.